Welcome to the Confident Christian Girls podcast. I'm Libby Christian. And I'm Hannah Christian. And we are ambassadors for Christ. Our goal is to reach girls with encouragement and the hope of the gospel. To put Christ on display and to challenge others to live for Christ. Hi guys, welcome back. Welcome. We're glad you're here. Yes. Um, To start this episode, Libby. Yes. What is the worst haircut you've ever had? <laughs> um, I decided to chop all of my hair off. It was like down to my mid back, I think, and get a pixie cut. And I looked like a boy. <laughs> I think that was the worst one that I've had. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Never again. What about you? <laughs> oh, one time during midterms, I gave myself bangs. <gasps> oh! <laughs> was I? Did yeah, I know you? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I was old oh, enough to know better. Really? I think I remember that, and your dad didn't like them or something. I'm sorry. Yeah. Anyway, so for those of you who don't know me personally, I have, like, kind of curly hair if I want to have curly hair. It is but curly. When, yeah, it's curly. When my hair is only three inches, it's, like, really curly. And so I cut bangs. I about that. And it was, like, one single ringlet on my forehead. It was... I should have known better. Was it during COVID when everyone was getting bangs? No. (laughs) He was like, I'm going to start the trend. (laughs) (laughs) It was after that. I I was definitely old enough to know better. I think I had graduated. I think I was going to college. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I went to class, and I was like, I like it. They've grown out pretty well. Yeah, I mean... And then when Susie cut my hair at the beginning of the summer, <laughs> she used my bangs as the long layers. I mean, they were long enough to okay. be long layers, but she <laughs> I like... you meant like they're on your no. forehead? No, they were like long. Okay. They were to my ear. They were long. <laughs> oh my gosh. But that was fun. <laughs> fun times. So. I don't think I'd do it again. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> if you did have a professional do them or something. I, even then, like, because I didn't really style it. Like, I could have oh. styled and straightened it, but then yeah. it was the only part of my hair that was straight. And it just. Oh, there. Oh, I'm going to sound really young, but there was a year where that was in style. Like, I think it was when my mom was a, like a teenager in high school. They would do like perms and mm-hmm. then straight bangs. Yep. <laughs> You yeah, because mom was look. like, mom was showing me after I did it. She was oh like, here's goodness. some hairstyles you could do. And I was like, no. <laughs> Gosh. No. <laughs> I, I bought a new pack of bobby pins shortly after that. And we just. Just put them up. <laughs> yeah. We were just living with it. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta live with your consequences. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. So that was fun nice well um (laughs) our topic today is actually a part two yes surprise um we have decided to kind of reflect on our last episode yeah our conversation with samantha that was such a blessing i love samantha yeah it was really encouraging and a, a really great time would you like to reflect on our thoughts now or would you like to um, share our personal experience and then reflect on our thoughts on what Samantha said? Um, let's talk about our personal experience. Cool. Uh, before we do that, let me just say <laughs> our topic is dissatisfaction. Yeah. Uh, with Samantha, we really kind of focused on relationship status. Mm-hmm. There hopefully (laughs) um we'll be able to hear different parts just because this is something I have struggled still struggle with yeah not have I still (laughs) um and it's so often more than just like relationship status Mm -hmm. so with that being said sweet Libby how what what do you what do you think um in my own personal experience uh, lately it has been 
Yeah, it has been like home and like kids, pets, the job that I have and who I am. I don't really, I have struggled with relationship status in the past, um, but I was not a believer when I was dealing with that. So it wasn't a very um, beneficial time for me, I guess. Um, but yeah, like, yeah, being satisfied with what the Lord has given me instead of that, I need to focus on what he has given me and just focus on the Lord in general. Cause when I'm focusing on things of this world, I'm only going to find hurt and ultimately dissatisfaction. So yeah. Hannah, what about you? Um, definitely relationship. Um, yeah, that's one of those things I still struggle with. <clears throat> uh, we'll probably get into that. Uh, a couple other things are just like school and friends. Uh, yeah. Um, school friends, was a I big one for me. I haven't thought about friends. That's yeah. a good one to bring up. Hmm. Friends was interesting well, okay, let me talk about school, and then we'll talk okay. about friends. But just school with, like, nursing school and really not getting to go was a huge, I guess, trial for me of where am I finding my satisfaction and my hope? And really realizing that it it wasn't in Christ the way it should be. Mm. So school specifically is something the Lord has I can say he's brought me through and I'm happy where I'm at. Yeah. But it's only because of the Lord. Yeah. And so Amen. that's one of the things I'm hoping to share today is how the Lord has brought me to that place. <laughs> um, but yeah, friends. Um, I mean, even graduating high school and kind of moving on, leaving high school friends behind, that was a hard one for yeah. me. And then, like I said, it is something I still struggle with. Mm-hmm. This is, I was just talking to my mom <laughs> about it. And I was like, mom, this is a daily struggle. Yeah. For me, this is one of those things that I am constantly taking back to the Lord. I'm saying, Lord, help me. I want to be satisfied in what the Lord's giving me and what he's doing. And what he, what he has for me today in the day that I'm living. Mm. So I want to start that yeah. out. <laughs> like it is a daily struggle and I think it's one of the things in my life, at least, that the Lord has used for me to rely on him because I can't, I can't do this on my own. Yeah. And if I'm not focusing on the Lord in his word daily, it makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's it. That got really serious really fast. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's not a, it's not an easy thing to deal with because it's, it's a daily struggle and it yeah if we're not seeking the lord then it it can be very very difficult like just thinking back to when i wasn't saved and dealing with my relationship status and friends and all that stuff and wishing i was older like being discontent with my age i'm like when i'm 20 i think there was a facebook memory that came up and it was like I posted it when I was 16 or something stupid. And I was like, when I'm 20, I can't wait until I live alone and have my own apartment and stuff like that. And I'm like, I look back at that post now. I'm like, I'm 21 and I'm married with the dog. (laughs) So yeah, just thinking back to when I was an unbeliever, I was not putting my focus on the Lord. It was always, I would read like stupid books and wish I was them and rather than reading the Bible and focusing more on Christ. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I was thinking about that. And you said books. For me, it's chick flicks. Oh, that too. Yes. (laughs) Like, I watch the chick flicks. Or music. Like the boy bands. (laughs) For me, I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Country songs. (laughs) Country. (laughs) Country songs. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Anyways, <gasps> to recap on last episode, I after we had talked with Samantha, there are just some things that I found really encouraging, and I just wanted to share my thoughts on what I found encouraging and hope to encourage um, y'all with it. And if, and my first one was when she said, run the race towards Christ, I need to do that even when I'm married. Like I can still work for Christ and I can still serve my husband. I can serve in the church and stuff like that. Uh, Sorry, you say run the race. I don't, know if I said this last time or not, but I was thinking it. Yeah. Um, this image that Samantha has given me, but she got from somewhere else, is <clears throat> if we're running the race for Christ, we're running until the Lord brings us someone to go along. Yeah. And yeah. then you're running together. Yeah, exactly. You don't you don't stop running. Yeah. I think yeah, that was really encouraging and it just kinda made me think and look on my marriage. I'm like, am I running towards Christ with my husband and it just kind of yeah it was it kind of hit me like oh I need to start doing that more and really focusing more on that um and I can I can do that by serving serving my husband serving in my church and that's has been like singing and uh teaching little kids Sunday school and I have a job so I can give money I can serve other families in the church, and I can help spread the gospel and point others to Christ. Um, And I can even be an ambassador for Christ in my workplace or even, like, unsaved family. So, yeah. Um, I I like how you mentioned being an ambassador, specifically, like, in our workplace, but I think about mm -hmm. it in our church. Yeah. When we were going through that on our Instagram and we were studying through it before we started our podcast. Oh, yeah. Um, we had that month of ambassadors. Oh, um, yes. Definitely. Good study. <laughs> Go study it for yourself. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but <clears throat> during that time, I got put in a situation in our church where I was able to be kind mm-hmm. of an ambassador for Christ and point one of the younger kids to Christ. Yeah. And it was such a cool thing to be that. That is awesome. Be that person. Yeah. And um, not be that person, but be that light for Christ. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, serving our church. You don't have to be married or single or. Exactly. You have yeah. to be a person. <laughs> <laughs> if you're saved, you can, you are an ambassador for Christ. So, yeah. Um, other thoughts that I have had still have I don't know (laughs) was um focusing on how to improve myself rather than pointing out my husband's sins and flaws um we we all have our sins and flaws and if I focus on Caleb's mistakes and imperfections I will end up more discouraged instead I need to focus on my own sins and how to cut them out of my life um Mark 9 43 through 47 talks about cutting off your hand foot etc if they cause you to sin so I need to I need to cut the sin out of my life and improve myself and be and conform more into the image of Christ rather than pointing out how my husband needs to be more like Christ. Um, and, oh, another thing that Samantha said is when she's focusing on the Lord, she's radiant. And that, that really hit me. Um, and I don't, I don't want to care about my physical appearance as much as I'm um, or yeah, I don't want to f- care about my physical appearance. I want to focus on Christ and what I look like to him. And I want to, I want others to see me and I want them to see Christ in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me personally, I don't really like attention, but if I'm pointing others to Christ and he is shining through me, then all the glory needs to go to Christ. So Yeah. Those are kind of my thoughts and a brief summary on the topic. I like that you mentioned that because it reminded me of what she said, what Samantha said Mm -hmm. of if, how how did she say this? (laughs) Um, She talked about it when she talked about throwing her list of qualifications away. Yeah. And she said, actually, what we need to do is be running towards Christ and have this list of as a woman after God 
mm-hmm. striving after the Lord, am I hitting the things on this list? And yeah. not like it's a checklist, because life, some, I mean, <laughs> I kind of run like a checklist yeah. sometimes. But not like if I check these boxes, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Or not if I check these boxes, the Lord will bring me a husband. No. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but what she said was, is when she was in the position of singleness, she said she had the thought of, am I somebody that is running for the Lord hard enough that I will attract a man who is running right. after the Lord? Yeah, that was, yeah. And I was like, oof. <laughs> oof. Yeah. <laughs> that that hit, that hit real. Yeah. Um. But it was it was so good. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> yeah, um, a couple other things that I took from just listening to her conversation. One of her quotes. One of the things she said. She didn't quote. It's her own <laughs> quote. I'm quoting Samantha. <laughs> she said, "Dissatisfaction is rooted in selfishness." Mm. That is so true. Yeah, I think about, like I said a couple minutes ago, even it's a daily battle. Of even thinking like dissatisfaction in the dinner or like yeah I don't I don't know <laughs> the trying to think something that happened today <laughs> that I wasn't happy with but like just not being yeah. happy in what I've been given each day and it's so selfish mm-hmm. even thinking. Like, mom and I were driving a couple days ago, and I was like, mom, I'm so selfish. We're driving down the road, and I see a car, and I'm like, I don't like that car. <laughs> <laughs> like, literally. Is it a PT Cruiser? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but it was just, I smacked myself in the face with that one. <laughs> yeah. Or traffic, or I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Just dissatisfaction. It's so selfish. Uh. And so really thinking, thinking back about that, I thought of two things, two quotes the Lord has used in my life. Um, one is from Robert Murray McShane. Did I say that right? Oh, uh, looks know. like anyway, it, maybe? I don't know. Um, he says, for every look at yourself, take 10 looks at Christ. Mm-hmm. Do not, we ourselves are failures. Yeah. <laughs> every day. <laughs> every day. We're failures. Um, and we're not living up to the standard of Christ mm-hmm. because we're sinners and we're in this world yeah. sitting all the time <laughs> yeah. in our hearts and minds. and Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so looking at ourselves is only going to bring dissatisfaction. Looking at who we are is only going to, we're only going to see the depravity that we have. Yeah. Um, which makes Christ our hope. Yeah. <laughs> So I just love that because it's like it gives you a ratio and you're like, well, how am I knowing if I'm looking at Christ 10 times? Yeah. Like, don't count it. Just dwell on the Lord. Dwell on Christ. Look to him. So that's that's that. That's like a (laughs) lifetime quote for me. (laughs) (laughs) The other one is from Charles Spurgeon and it says, if you say, you say, if I had a little more, I should be very satisfied. You make a mistake. If you are not content with what you have, you would not be satisfied if it were doubled. Mm, yeah. That is true. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> that one's just like, it kind of sits heavy. You're like, Oof. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Because you think about like the things that you have now and you're like, oh, I want more. But then when you have that, you're like. I'm still not satisfied or you'll, you'll be happy for maybe like the five minutes that you have it. And it's the five minutes are up and you're like, well, that was boring and a waste of money or time or whatever. <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's. What is yeah. it that Mary Poppins says? Enough is as good as a feast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Another lifetime quote. <laughs> Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Yeah, enough is as good as a feast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I was so encouraged, for me personally, not having a husband, mm. was Samantha brought up women who didn't wait for their husband to serve the Lord. Yeah. And she 
She gave an example of the books of Mary Slessor, Isabel Cunn, and Katie Davis. But I really have... I haven't read all those books. Yeah. I should. <laughs> Samantha said we should, so we all should. Yeah. <laughs> um, Book club. Right. I'm sorry. Continue. <laughs> um, but I've been so encouraged by seeing women who are mentioned in the Bible and what they did. Because oh, when you yeah. look in the Bible, like, women are not mentioned, really. Mm. C- culturally, they're with their husband. They're not really mentioned. Mm-hmm. But Jesus knows women. Yeah. And they do actually come up. And when you study their lives, they're mentioned for a reason. Yeah. I think about, actually, Samantha. (laughs) Just in case you're wondering what impact she's had on my life. When I was mid, early to mid-teens, she did a Bible study with a couple of the young girls at the church. Hmm. Um, And she took the bible study and she decided we were studying through the genealogy in matthew one. Oh, and we looked at what are there five women mm-hmm. we looked at each five women and went through their lives and some of them were like oh the lord is working through this woman who is ho- like has a horrendous life yeah. <laughs> and the lord is using her yeah but some of them like rahab ruth mary were all really good women that the Lord used Mm. because they wanted to be used by him. Um, I think about Rahab. She was the woman who hid the spies in the wall at Jericho Mm -hmm. um, and then saved the spies and there saved her family. Yeah. Um, So I'm encouraged by her. (laughs) Um, And then her Ruth. Ruth doesn't wait for her husband to provide for her mother-in-law. She goes out and she works. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, if you read Ruth, it's a heartbreaking story, really. <laughs> yeah. But it's also the story that everyone turns to of the, the love story in the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's really not that <laughs> wonderful. It's kind of a sad story. Yeah. But Ruth deals with her heartbreak and takes care of her mother-in-law despite her husband, her first husband dying Mm. and then the lord brings her another husband to Mm -hmm. take care of her yeah um but it's only because she went out and worked in the first place she didn't wait for a new husband to provide for her she She had a necessity and she filled fulfilled it yeah and then mary i love studying mary (laughs) (laughs) mary the mother of jesus she trusted the lord even before her husband or fiance betrothed knew what was happening to her um and she, I mean, if you read the account of Jesus' birth, you see the faith that Mary has. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And it's from the Lord. All three of these women, I think, have special faith from the Lord. Um, and I love that. Because if we ask the Lord for faith, he will give us faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he will grow our faith. Um, so, yeah, that's what I took from Samantha. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a great conversation. I'm really thankful we had her on. Me too. Maybe she needs to come on again, if she'll ever come on again. (laughs) More coffee with Samantha. Yes. Um, We wanted to encourage y'all with how the Lord has encouraged us through his word and fellow believers. Um, So through his word, we have a couple verses that... Um, we wanted to share. The first one is... Bible study time! Yay! Get your Bibles ready. <laughs> um, I might actually open mine. <laughs> first one is Philippians 4.11. Not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. Um, and my thought was, the Lord will always provide. I need to not worry about what is going on. The Lord has already taken care of it. Um, and I need to trust him and walk in him and I will be content. I need to fight my selfishness and obey the Lord and what he has given me and obey in his commandments. To be discontent is to be selfish. So I need to, whenever I find myself being discontent, I need to turn that right around and focus on the Lord rather than that thing that I don't have. Because when I'm focusing on the Lord, then I then I can ultimately have true peace and and happiness with him so i like that 
can I just add the next two verses? I guess that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, after Paul says, not that I'm speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low. I know how to abound in any and every circumstance. I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, mm. abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Amen. <laughs> That's the Hobby Lobby verse. <laughs> but actually, it's so good when you read it in context. It is, yeah. Like, I love how Paul says he's had low times and he's had good times and he's had mm. all these times. And through all of it, Christ is the answer. Yeah, he's the center of it. Yeah. Or he needs to be the center of it. I I love these verses because in times that I struggle, um, I can pray this and see that the Lord is able su- to sustain and satisfy. Mm. I I mean on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm praying yeah. this. <laughs> um, Christ alone will help us overcome our discontentment. And I say on a daily basis, but when I cry out to the Lord and I say, Lord, I'm struggling with this thing right here, right now. Mm-hmm. Come help me. He does. Yeah. And it's, he does. Yeah. He's such an amazing <laughs> savior. Yeah. He's, he's our anchor. Mm. Um, in Christ alone, our hope is found. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next verse that we have is Hebrews 13, five. Keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will leave you, never leave you nor forsake you. Um, my thought was, he won't ever leave us and I need to be content with what the Lord has given me now. And he, he has given me so much and too often I find myself wanting more. It's like we said earlier, like you have that thing that you've been wanting forever and you're only happy with it for five minutes and now you want Christmas. something more. Yeah. <laughs> um... And yeah, I'm, I'm giving him, or I am given everything that I've wanted as a kid. I've, I have a husband, a home, a dog, a car, job, whatever. And I'm, I'm still not thankful enough for it in my own head. Um, and I need to be thankful for everything that the Lord has given me now. And he, he has given me everything and eternal life on top of that. So being thankful and content with the, what the Lord has given me now needs to be my focus rather than wanting that something extra that little cherry on the top or whatever (laughs) yeah I'll just add to that to say that to be discontent is to argue with what the Lord Mm. has given you it's to argue with the situation he's put you in and that's not really where I want to be found yeah (laughs) me either I mean I know yeah I I don't want to be found arguing with the Lord. Mm -hmm. So to be content with what we have and everything that we have. Yeah. Putting our full focus on the Lord and the hope that we have in him. Yeah. I'll read the next verse. You ready? Yes, ma'am. First Timothy six, six through 10 says, but godliness with contentment is great gain for we brought nothing into the world and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Yeah. Pangs. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I love how this verse starts with to be content is great gain. Yeah. (laughs) But then it goes into all these like huge warnings Mm. about falling into temptation, falling into a snare, senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. That is a strong warning. (laughs) Yeah. At least. It (laughs) will destroy destroy you. (laughs) Like, and it, I just think the senseless and harmful desires, if we're desiring for something that the Lord hasn't given us, what is that? Mm-hmm. Senseless. And yeah. it's not good. <laughs> if we don't come up, come back from that, it will ruin and destroy us. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. My thought on that was I can't take anything with me when I die. So, yeah, if I end up, if I get to the end of my life and look back at all the times where I wasn't satisfied with what the Lord has given me, I would, I would want to relive it. So I, and I, I don't want to do that. I want to be thankful for what the Lord and I'm going to be thankful and see what he has given me now and praise him for it now and really just, again, dwell on him rather than the things that I don't have and be content with where he has put me. Like, he has given me food. He has given me clothes, like the verse says. And I, yeah, just being really thankful and, yeah, again, <laughs> dwelling on the Lord and really focusing on him and my I, I won't be concerned or anxious about those things. So, yeah. Do you mean to read the next one? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Psalm 145, 16. You open your hand. You satisfy the desire of every living thing. Um, and God, God satisfies me and gives me what I need. Like, again, <laughs> it's kind of repetitive, but he gives me what I need. He gives me food, clothing, a house, like... And I need to be satisfied in God. If I'm focusing on the world and things that I don't have, then I will be dissatisfied. Um, if I'm focusing on God, then I won't think about the things that I don't have as much. Um, yeah, it's... Yeah. I'm just going to rephrase my McShane quote for a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, for everyone, look at the world or yourself. Mm -hmm. Take 10 looks at the Christ. Yeah. Because the world has the same problem we have. Mm -hmm. So, all that to say, if we're not satisfied in God, then we need to check ourselves and bring ourselves, check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring ourselves in line with what God has. Yeah. Um, and that's submitting ourselves to him and his will. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, submitting to submitting, his will. Submitting yeah. to his will is something that is part of a woman's sinful nature is to not want to submit. Yep. But do it anyway. Yeah. The <laughs> Lord commands it. So. Um, and the sooner we learn that, the more of a blessing will be. Yes. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean it's easy, but. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you still got to do it. Just let's do it. Let's do it together. Yeah. And Christ will help us. Yeah. He's always, always there the to answer. help us. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I mean, if we don't cry out to him, if we don't seek him, then yeah, we're kind of alone in it. But when we really seek him for help and really ask and dwell on the Lord, he will help us. Like, he can help us submit to his will. He can help us really just focus on him rather than what we're missing. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Next verse is Joshua 1.5. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Just as I was with Moses, so will, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. And my thought is simple. He won't ever leave us. So seek him. He can give us what we need. Yeah. yeah. I like that thought. I had a little bit of a different thought. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Along the lines of he will never leave you or forsake you, I really had the thought of this is kind of a scary thing. If we're not living for the Lord mm -hmm. in his path, the fact that he never leaves us or forsakes us means that he is with us all the time. Yeah. He knows our thoughts and our heart. And if we have a heart and the thoughts of discontentment, what what are we going to be answering for on Judgment mm -hmm. Day? Um. Are we complaining against God or are we living with thankfulness for what he's given us? Um, yeah, so that was kind of, that's a verse that the Lord has used to kind of convict me and cause, draw me back into repentance. Um, with that, I want to say that on judgment day, we have as Christians have no reason to fear Christ we want to mm -hmm. live for him and we want to live to honor him and so we do want to be content with what he's given us but Romans eight thirty eight through 39 says for I'm sure that neither death nor life nor angels nor rulers 
nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. Christ will help us and keep us if we seek him. Mm-hmm. But that comes with a warning. Yeah. <laughs> of if you are not in Christ, if Christ has not saved you and you haven't turned to him with your entire life, mm-hmm. do it today. Yeah. We're talking about all this help that Christ has. It's for his sheep. It's for his flock. It's for his people. Yeah. Um, so be a part of his people. Seek him today. Yeah. He's not a God that can't be found. Mm-hmm. He's um, all over creation. He's. Yeah. 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 This Romans verse is for the believers. If you're not mm-hmm. in Christ, all these things can separate you from Christ. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> because you're not in him. But if you're in him, there's great hope mm-hmm. in knowing Christ, knowing that he's our help. Yeah. Um, even in light of Judgment Day, which can be scary. Yeah, exactly. But being a Christian, we can look at Judgment Day and rejoice because we know that we have been saved by Jesus and he died for us on the cross and his blood paid for our sins. So, yeah, seeing seeing this verse can give us joy as a believer because we know that we have been saved. So, yeah. I had a thought when you were talking. It was... A little while ago in the Bible class at church where Michael was preaching about the people grumbling against God, it's either in Genesis or Exodus, I can't remember, but that kind of, this topic kind of reminds me of that um, a little bit. They weren't, they weren't happy with what the Lord gave them. They were taken out of Egypt, out of slavery, and the Lord was taking them to the promised land and they were grumbling about it. Like they were, they would rather be slaves in Egypt than die in the wilderness. And yeah, that's, that sermon really hit me because it was, yeah, it was just really convicting because I, I still grumble against the Lord and what he has done for me. So how often are we like that? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) sometimes like we're we're going through the old testament in our bible reading and sometimes i look at the um the people and i'm like wow they were idiots but then i i realize like i'm the same i'm the same way and like it just makes me look at christ and be like wow i need him all the more so yeah what a blessing it is that though to like yeah. see see our own depravity and yeah then know that christ Christ is the answer. Yeah, he has taken that away, and we don't need to feel like that. So, yeah. One last verse, it looks like, unless yes. you had another thought. Um, no. Okay, cool. <laughs> Just wanted to make sure. Matthew six nineteen through 21. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor dust destroys and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Um, And Caleb really helped me with this verse because he pointed out that when I'm focusing on the physical things, I'm not thinking about God. I need to invest myself in Christ and where my head is at, then that's where my focus will be. Um, and I just, yeah, meditate on his word day and night. The Bible says that as well. And Paul said that he determined to know nothing except Christ and him crucified. And that's the only thing that will bring us peace and satisfaction is, is Christ. He's the only one. So really focusing on him and putting my head, just wrapping it around Christ and who he is and how I can conform more to him. That's where I need to focus rather than treasures of earth where moth and rust destroy so yeah i like that um yeah focus on christ end of story except (laughs) i actually have other thoughts (laughs) go for it um well i just want to say this verse helps me so much when it says, do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, um, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, mm-hmm. it it's such a great reminder to put 
everything in today in light of eternity. Yeah. Even thinking about, like, my day at work. (laughs) Yeah. How much of that and that material things, even the material earnings, Mm -hmm. how much of that am I going to be able to take with me? Yes. How much of that is actually beneficial to the kingdom of God? Yeah. And yes, it depends on how I use it, but living in light of our number one job as ambassadors for Mm -hmm. Christ, we're here for Christ and not for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Um, We're not even here for real, well, I want to say we're not even here for relationships, as in like um, being in a relationship. Like that's not our ultimate goal. Yeah. Our ultimate goal is Christ. And it's a lifelong goal. <laughs> it's a it's a lifelong, yeah, commitment. It's a lifelong commitment. Um, yeah. So living in light of that, I'm reminded of a quote from Leslie Ludy. Um, I got her magazines as a teenager. Very, very, the Lord used those in my life for good things. Amen. <laughs> um, when we look to another person... To meet our needs in our heart. To meet needs in our heart that only Christ can fill. We quickly become needy and selfish in the relationship. Mm. Um, and this applies to friendships, sisters, siblings, any other relationships that we have. If Christ is not the center of our lives, he won't be the center of those relationships and those friendships. Yeah. Um, and so taking yeah. our relationships and friendships and... um sibling relationships (laughs) um into and bringing them into like a christ-centric mindset yeah i like that i have a couple of thoughts on that um first one is when you said putting how you feel in the moment in the light of eternity Um, And like we're ambassadors, he saved us for a reason and Mm -hmm. I need to live for him. He saved me and I can have eternal life because of him. So I need to, I I just need to live for Christ and point others to him so they can have the same, um, they can have the same hope and joy that I have. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that was, I like that. (laughs) I mean, reminding me even of what Samantha said, she brought up those couple books that I've mentioned. Yeah. Um, and all those women went to the mission field, but you don't have to. Yeah. Christ saved you for a reason Mm -hmm. where you're at. Mm -hmm. Um, so live for him there. Yes. Yeah. And I think that is bringing every relationship you have with everyone into a Christ centric relationship. Um, and one of the things that this article that I pulled this quote from Leslie Ludy that she wrote, um, the point of the article is she ends it with Christ needs to be our all in all. Mm-hmm. And it just ma- reminds me of the song. And it says, yeah. you are my strength when I am weak. You're, You're the, the treasure, treasure that, I, that seek. I seek. Yeah. You are my all in all. Um, and just treasuring Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's the ultimate goal. It's yeah. the greatest <laughs> gift we're ever going to get. He exactly. Is, yes. Um, <laughs> he's great. Yeah. He's Christ. And he's such a wonderful gift. Yeah. One other thought that I have was when you were talking about relationships, um, if you're not focusing on Christ in the relationship, then the relationship can have the wrong motive. Like if it's, if you're, wanting a boyfriend just to have a boyfriend then and not really focusing on Christ in that relationship then that's that can have the wrong motive and it can turn bad quickly so Mm -hmm. that get that was just my thought because I've kind of been there in that situation where I wasn't I wasn't saved and I wasn't focusing on the right things I was just lonely like a typical I don't want to say typical but I don't know. <laughs> I just, I was just lonely and I, I wanted to be in a relationship and, and I wasn't seeking Christ and it just, it led to more heartbreak. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's even thinking about what you said at the very beginning. Um, 
about running the race together. Yeah. Like when you're in a relationship, the Lord has brought you into that relationship to seek Christ together. Exactly. Yeah. And to point each other to Christ. Yeah. <laughs> Says me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And in my situation, it was kind of, I don't know, I'm really thankful for it because I don't, I wasn't saved when I started a relationship with Caleb. So the Lord really used that and he really, Hannah's looking at me. <laughs> he, Caleb really pointed me to Christ and the Lord saved me through that relationship. So yeah, it was, the Praise Lord the used Lord. that. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So ending, we just want to encourage you, um, with ways that we are really trying to seek Christ more and conform more to his image. So we just wanted to encourage you with, um, a couple of things. Um, Mine was read about other biblical women who rejoice in all circumstances, whether that's in the Bible or um, or the three books that Samantha mentioned, the Mary Slessor, Isabel Kuhn, and Katie Davis. Um, like, read about other women who and, – and I guess Paul is a great example. He rejoiced in all circumstances, and he – Man, we're studying about him in Acts and the things that he goes through is just, mm-hmm. yeah, astounding. And what Jesus went through, he he willingly went to the cross and he, he died and he saved us. So can I just interrupt and yeah. say it doesn't have to be women. Yeah, it does not like, have to be women. Read about Christians. Yeah. Who. Ambassadors. Ambassadors. Yeah. <laughs> read about other ambassadors for Christ and what they did for him. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, Other things that I continue to do is um, seek biblical counsel. And if you're married like me, I I go to my husband for counsel and my pastor slash father-in-law who is amazing um, or other biblical leaders in the church, especially women, if I if it's something like specific that I'm struggling with. other older women. Yeah, other older women who have kind of been where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just really seeking biblical help rather than worldly help. That's that's something that I yeah I <laughs> struggle with. <laughs> I don't um, laugh at that because it's wrong. I laugh at that because I've had personal experience with it yeah of seeking like worldly counsel mm-hmm. and falling into a trap or yeah. just not it just it not going well yeah <laughs> um being more discontent exactly yeah um, seeking seeking biblical people is the way to go and really seeking the lord and his word is also best counselor yeah best counselor and the lord can use other people too yeah point you to Christ especially so. if they are able to take you to the word and point you to yes, Christ exactly that is a good a good counselor keep yeah. them as a friend yeah <laughs> <laughs> honestly yes um yeah a couple things I just want to encourage encourage everyone with mm-hmm. um is take your situation and make it honoring to God yeah um ask yourself oh, yes. how can I take this situation this day this thing I'm struggling with mm-hmm. and honor the Lord right here, right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's, I like that's that. that. <laughs> um, that for me, that is so much easier and actually possible. Mm-hmm. I guess it's really kind of impossible if I'm not meditating on his word day and night, if yeah. I'm not in the word of God, um, seeking the Lord, praying, praying to him, if I'm not doing those things, it's so hard to yeah. see a way to honor the Lord in situations. Yeah. Because we get so caught up in it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm a failure. I can't do this. Well, yeah, you can't do it without Christ. We <laughs> read that. Impossible. You can't do anything without Christ. Yeah. But with Christ, <laughs> all things are possible. So yes. even if it's just being happy with what the Lord has given you today, bad traffic, you can have more time to pray, sing 
like great hymns or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. May or may not have turned my radio all the way up. <laughs> Oh my god! Just stuck in traffic listening to those oh, sick yeah. beats, bro. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <sighs> that's great. <laughs> uh, you are my all in all. That's been my thing this week, as I've been preparing and praying about this. Yeah. Um. The only the other thing, two other things that I want to encourage you with. The second thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the other thing is Christ is the only person, thing, treasure yeah. that will bring us peace and satisfaction. Mm-hmm. It's only in Christ. Amen. So what do we do? The answer is always the same. Yeah. <laughs> Seek Christ. Seek Christ. Christ is the answer. Yeah. Um, so, so that's my third thing. <laughs> Seek Christ today. <laughs> Um, take all the desires of your heart, cast them upon him, ask him to help you bring your mm-hmm. mind and heart in line with his will. Yeah. His will is always better than our own will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just taking, taking all your emotions. We as women are so emotional. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just cast them on the Lord. It's yeah. not like he can't carry them. He is capable exactly. and he's, he's a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and can help us. He can actually, like, get our emotions under control. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That's all we had today. Yes. Thank you for joining us. We hope to, um, we hope to have encouraged you with this. If you have any questions or comments or any, if there's anything that we can pray about for you, you can contact us at confident.christian.girls at gmail.com or DM us at confident.christian.girls on Instagram. Yeah. We're on there. Mm. We are always there for yeah. you guys to contact if you need help, need prayer. Yeah. Have more questions about what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, have any comments or comments, anything, any of that. We're here to listen and to point you to Christ. And with that, we are out. Mm. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>